Welcome to the Class X Podcast, a podcast that looks at independent perspectives in American culture. I'm your host, Shukri, and today I'm going to talk about Miss Marvel. This is a really good show, and I talk about it, really I focus on two main things. One is the present representation of Muslims in Western media, and how I think this show can do some really positive things with that. I also tie that to the history of the immigrant experience. There are these immigrant sitcoms historically and and immigrant shows that tend to introduce Americans to a new culture. And I think this show, Miss Marvel, can do that. It does it in a lot of, you know, in funny ways. It does it in clever ways. And so I think if you watch the show and you're not from the Muslim background, you'd probably be introduced to a different kind of experience through through all the characters, the mother, the father, the religious characters, the, the girl, Miss uh, Kamala Khan, who plays Miss, who is Miss Marvel. So I think it's a it's a great introduction to to that. And also I talk about the history. So we like to talk about history on this podcast. John and I are history teachers, so we like to talk about that. And if you're new to this podcast, we tend to connect a lot of our topics to history. And so what I liked was the discussion of the 1940s, the partition of Pakistan and India, the partition of India into Pakistan and India. And that's a really interesting topic. How they showed it was fascinating. I connect it to uh, my own personal background and what I know about these situations. I mean, the British ruled the world for a long time, right? They had the largest empire in world history. And because of that, there was a lot of conflict. A lot of our conflicts are kind of rooted in things that they did. A lot of tensions are rooted in how they drew lines. And I think this this show does a good job of showing that, showing the tensions from the 1940s and how it really affected her family. Coming, Even though they're in America, they're Americanized in a lot of ways, but it does show that. I also like the last point before I jump into the, the main parts of the podcast. I really enjoyed the how they showed the American Pakistani Muslim experience and how the girl and her family are balancing those things. It was very authentic. That's the word that comes to mind. I love that that word. I love when people are authentic. And, and I think the arts are at its best when the portrayals and representations are authentic. And this show is that. So if you like the show, I think you should listen to the podcast. Uh, if you don't, I think it's still an interesting podcast. So I appreciate you listening to this podcast. Thanks for subscribing. If you're a new subscriber, if you're an old subscriber, thanks also. And please share it with a friend because if you like it, your friend will like it. Also, please give us a rating. It always helps us to give us a rating, hopefully five stars if you like the podcast, because it, it draws more eyes and more ears to the podcast. So thanks for listening to this episode of the Class X Podcast. I'll see you after the music. Welcome to the Class X Podcast, a podcast that looks at independent perspectives in American culture. I'm your host, Shukri, and today I want to talk about a really popular series, a Marvel series called Miss Marvel. Obviously, a lot of people are going to be watching this series. That's not why I'm doing the podcast on it, though. I really want to talk about this series because it's important in many ways, in my opinion. So one is that there is a historical importance to it. The material is historical. 
in a lot of ways, specifically the India-Pakistan stuff. And also, it's the first, and this is historical too, the first Muslim-American superhero series. Not only that, Muslim-American female superhero series. So I'm going to talk about that a lot and focus on a few of the big themes of this series. So, you know, these are big because of representation. And that gets discussed a lot in 2022, I know. But it's important. And, you know, having grown up Muslim in America, you know, I saw Arabs, Muslims, South Asians presented as terrorists, basically, in every movie. And that definitely made me skeptical and still does of what Hollywood produces. Not as much today because there has been a shift. But those big budget Hollywood movies, they tend to have a lot of stereotypes. And I would see depictions growing up in the 90s, in the 2000s, definitely in the 80s. Growing up, you'd see these depictions of Middle Easterners as this negative angry, destructive force, basically. So this concept of seeing Muslims as a positive force was was something I didn't think was possible, but times change, right? So this is a new a new world, and I do see a lot of positives from that. And Miss Marvel is changing that. Now, it's not the first to present the Muslim American experience in, a, in an authentic way, but I do think it's the most significant. There was a show a few years ago called Rami, it's, it's on Hulu. I think there were two seasons. I've seen season one so far. And it's a very good depiction of the Arab Muslim experience post 9-11. It's from a comedian's perspective. It's a very good series. I, I, a lot of Americans could watch it. Uh, you don't have to be Middle Eastern or Muslim to watch it. It's a really good series, but it's also it's authentic. And so my point with bringing that up is there is a context to this. There's a context to what's going on, this, these immigrant stories that you're seeing. And we've seen it with many immigrants before, which I'll go into later in the podcast. But Miss Marvel is something a little different because it's authentic in many ways, like Rami, but it's part of this Marvel universe. So because of that, you know, it's going to reach families. It's going to, it's on Disney. Kids are going to see it. And a lot of just exposure to th- throughout the world because Disney is this big brand. So I, I think that this series can have the potential to do a lot of powerful things in a positive way. Two of the creators, the main, the primary writers of this show are actually Muslim women. One, Sanaa Amanat and G. Willow Wilson, both Muslim American women, one Pakistani, the other white. And they're the main writers. So because of that, they're going to get something different from this series, right? The perspectives are going to be authentic as you'll see, typically, if you want an authentic perspective, you would read a book. I always tell people that, you know, reading is really the best when it comes to perspectives because novels and even nonfiction is going to give you really great perspectives from different from different people around the world. But when you if you want to watch something, you know, the best way to get a valid, authentic perspective is to have someone from a group write something, right? And you didn't have that typically. Muslims were not writing Muslim characters historically in in the U.S. and in other countries as well. So when you get that, you get nuance, you get authenticity, and you get that in Miss Marvel. So that's a really nice aspect of this show. You you get it in so many ways. It's hard to summarize. You know, it's the dialogue, the issues that arise. The characters, you know, most Muslim Americans 
can identify, or and I'm sure South Asians as well, people from India and Pakistan, they can identify with the characters because it's authentic. So this this series benefits from that nuance. And th that's one reason I think you should watch it. Kamala Khan is the uh, Miss Marvel character, the girl who plays her. And by the way, the actress who plays her does an amazing job. The acting in this series is just great in general. You don't always get that. But in this series, it's really good. It goes along with the great writing. So Kamala Khan, she's balancing this. And again, going back to authenticity, being Muslim, American, Pakistani, her parents are balancing these, these things as well. And her brother is. And so it felt really, really real. This is not, you know, this is not a rare in American culture. You do see these stories, but when I was watching it, I could see the story of myself, see the story of my siblings, because these are real things people have to balance when they're first generation or second generation uh, to, to the U.S. I actually read an article by a historian, Juan Cole. He has a few articles about Miss Marvel, and he uh, he titled his his article is titled Miss Marvel. Can a 16-year-old Marvel superhero change the image of Islam in America? And he basically compared this show to a series that he would watch in the 1950s. He classified them as immigrant American sitcoms. And he basically said that, you know, these the series that he would watch would focus on Italian Americans. And in this one, it's Muslim Americans. But there are so many universals, right? So you're and, and the whole point is these are universals because they're universal experiences when it comes to being first generation. And as Cole writes, and this is this is a quote from the article, Miss Marvel cliches stand in a long line of new world, old world tropes. So it's kind of fun to look at it that way, I think. You know, these are new world, old world tropes, new world, old world issues. You know, you're you're immigrating from the old world to this new world and you're the same issues are just arising. Issues with parents, issues with grandparents, you know, the tensions that arise is normal. It's it's totally normal. You don't know it when you're experiencing it, but it is. And I think it's great when shows can represent that. So it's definitely an interesting pattern in our history in the U.S. It's also a good way to show people who are not of that group. So, for example, the average American, people can really see that tension, I think, in shows like this and the, that story because it's a, it's a really interesting story to show. The idea also that, you know, and I think this is an important one to me, the idea that terrorists or militias or violent people in general represent a group of people has always just been absurd to me. And so, you know, we tend to we tend to have this faulty reasoning over and over again. So these these shows like Miss Marvel can help us remember the basic things about humanity, the basic things about people. In a sense, you know, just remembering that people are experiencing the same things. doesn't matter what you are or where you're from. I particularly, in an example of this that I like to give is uh, the imam. The imam is like a religious leader in the Muslim community, like your rabbi or, or priest. Well, I like how they presented the imam in this in this series. He has a, the long beard. You know, he wears the traditional clothes. He uh, He's giving the sermons. He He's the religious leader. But all of these things come with negative connotations in the West, right? But the way they present him in this show is he's kind, he's gentle, comedic, and he's a sage. He's the sage of the show in a lot of ways. He's literally the opposite of what's usually presented in the Western media when it comes to the long, the, the guy with the big beard who's a Muslim imam. 
So, but the, so, the, and the reality is, and this is why it's important that imam who's presented in this show, that's the norm, really. That's the reality. It's not what Americans are usually presented with in our movies, but that is the reality to people's lives. Just like priests, reverends, rabbis, monks, pastors, you know, they're, they're all sage-like characters in people's lives. Well, so is the imam. And a show like this actually does a good job of showing that. So, you know, people don't understand that because that's what stereotyping does. It eliminates the complexity from a group. So I like that. I liked what the imam kind of represented. And, and so there are many characters like that. Actually, her brother is a similar character. He has the big beard. He's a devout Muslim, but he's just, you know, a normal guy, American 20-something-year-old who's just trying to, you know, live his life. So I like that that idea from this show. To go to the, the backstory, and this is something I also wanted to point out, the historical element. You know, I got to throw in the history on this podcast always. But the backstory of Kamala Khan is, and the Miss Marvel character in general, is rooted in the 1940s, particularly the partition of the partition of India and Pakistan. And so you get a lot of that. There are some episodes that really focus on this partition and the history of that, which I thought were, was great. I was watching it with my wife. She also teaches history. And she was saying, like, I would show some of these scenes because the visuals really give you an example of what it looks like, you know, the chaos of this time. So you get great visuals from the show, uh, the chaos of the Civil War that took place. It depicted it really well. And there's a realism to it. If you watch episodes four and five, which actually weren't as a whole my favorite episodes, I really enjoyed the episodes that were in in uh, New Jersey, in Jersey City. But you you really get a realism in those episodes. Um, my kids were watching the show with me and my wife, and these episodes really did. They created like great discussions between us. A lot of questions for my son, who's nine years old, particularly, he would ask me questions about the civil war. Like, why, why are Muslims and Hindus fighting each other? Why would, why would civil war take place? You know, why would people harm each other because of their religion or ethnicity? You could tell he's like so confused by this concept. And the best I could come up with was, you know, it's hard for me to answer these questions as even as a history teacher, it's, these are big questions to answer, right? So I was trying to tap into my own experience and I thought I would not to divert this podcast at all, but you know, the because the show really focuses on this the importance of partition and civil war and the fact that kids are watching it and asking questions about civil war really tells me that it's doing a good job because I mean, a teacher would love for students to start asking questions based off of the material you're presenting. And that's what this show does. So um, it made me think of the, I'm Palestinian. My wife is, I'm Palestinian Muslim. My wife is Jewish Israeli. And we, you know, we talked about this topic a lot. And to me, you know, I was thinking about that conflict. I was thinking about the Iraq war, the civil war between the Sunnis and Shiites as I was watching it. You know, civil wars are confusing. You know, in fact, actually, there are two books, if you're interested in these topics, the, the Palestinian-Israeli conflict specifically has always been an interest of mine because of my family history. There's a book called The Lemon Tree and another book. I read that book and a book called City of Oranges. I read about a quarter of that book, and they both focus on the nuanced nature of civil war. If you're interested in the topic, the bottom line is this, I, I, just to kind of summarize, because the, the, the show is doing this as well. It's really complicated. Right. You know, we always give ourselves these um, 
easy answers or easy statements like, oh, they've always been killing each other. They've always been fighting each other. But the reality is with civil wars, you tend to have ethnic groups, religious groups. Oftentimes there's some tension there, but we see that in the U.S. as well. So this is just kind of like a world thing, you know. I, I, I teach race, the race riots in U.S. history. We see it everywhere is my point. But, so, you know, people within these groups, they'll intermarry. The society may even flourish, but war occurs, economic hardship, the rise of exclusivist political ideologies, and this leads neighbors to start to dislike others. And sometimes you get the rise of militias and terrorist groups. They're small groups, but they can create a lot of tension and division in societies. So it's a tragic pattern. It's a clear pattern. It happens in a lot of countries. It's happened in the U.S. as well. And, you know, countries like the, like our country in the U.S., we were really founded on Enlightenment values because of the history of civil wars. If you really study the values of the Enlightenment and why they arose, it was because they didn't want another religious civil war. And back then it was Protestant versus Catholic, but it was the same thing. You know, and that's why we we have the Constitution that we have. So back to Miss Marvel, I just wanted to throw that out there because it's just really interesting to connect it. You know, when you're watching something and it makes you connect to your own life and when kids, even nine-year-olds, are asking questions about these big topics, it makes you think, you know what, this is doing a good job. They're really covering some powerful topics here. And, you know, like I said, it was, it's really well done. And if you watch the show, you'll see what I'm talking about. It's not just a show about a teenage girl, though there are a lot of good stuff there too, because it's showing you the teenage perspective in certain ways. Uh, it's, it's about more than that. So you get great visuals when it comes to the Civil War, of people fleeing of neighbors excluding neighbors and the confusion and frustration that comes from that and of the chaos and violence. So it's, it's really powerful and it's well done. I think that's the strength, one of the big, big strengths of that sh this show. And it's, it's just a really good show. It's also very funny, by the way, before I, I conclude this podcast, it's a very funny show. Uh, the comedy writers were involved and you could tell, you know, it kind of reminded me of Breaking Bad. I saw Vince Gilligan a few years ago with my buddy at UC Davis. And I remember, you know, one of the things that I remember is him talking about, yeah, this is a serious show, Breaking Bad was, but a lot of the actors were comedians and the writing was, you know, very comedic too. So this kind of reminded me of that, not as serious as Breaking Bad, uh, but, you know, there is that comedic element, which, you know, you get. It's also just a very authentic show. And I see it as the immigrant show that, probably will introduce people to a more authentic version of Muslims in America, South Asians, and Arabs in America. So definitely give it a watch. Uh, I think you'd enjoy it. And I do think they made one mistake by making her into a jinn. I think, you know, in, a, in Muslim culture, that's not usually associated with positive things. I don't think that was their intention, but I think it probably would have been a better to avoid that because that's something that's associated, I, I, th I think, I may be wrong here, but I think there's more negative connotations with that concept of jinn. Uh, you'd have to do your own research on this, but I think they could have probably made her into a different character because I don't think their intentions were bad though. I think they were really trying to make it kind of magical and cool. The jinn is, you know, in the Western sort of, uh, again, going back to tropes, we, that's where you get the concept of a genie, 
you know, the genie is like Jin. Uh, it's innocent in a, in a show like Aladdin or a movie like Aladdin, but in Muslim folklore, it's really kind of associated with more negative kind of manipulative things. And I, I think it would have been probably better just to associate her with something more neutral. But again, I don't think that was their intention. To me, it's not really that big of a deal, honestly. I just, when I heard it, I remember immediately thinking, ooh, some people are not going to like that. And then I did a quick Google search and I saw people not liking that. And so that's kind of, you know, these are the things that arise. The average American is not going to care. The average person who watches it, uh, who has no Muslim background or South Asian or Middle Eastern background, just won't care, which is great. So, uh, like I said, I think it's a great show. It's educational. It's uh, entertaining. It's funny. And I think you'll enjoy it. So thanks for listening to this episode of the Class X Podcast. If you're a new subscriber, really appreciate it. Like always, please, again, one of those things. If you like it, I bet your friend will like the podcast too. So share the podcast with a friend if you can. And thanks for your support. Please leave a five-star rating if you like the podcast. And I'll see you next week on the next episode of the Class X Podcast. Thank you.